I think we should move on to the segment that everybody seems to love, which is the questions. So <laughs> I think I picked. Um... They've all tuned out at this point. No, no, no way, no way, dude. It's like, dude, it's it's fucking even me, dude. I feel like I've learned so much about. Um... You know, and I'm, I'm sure people will have questions and, you know, like, dude, whatever, we'll, we'll figure it out and stuff like that. But so I asked y'all for like questions. Um, I picked seven, maybe eight, because I'm going to ask one, wow. like my questions <laughs> out of like all the like, ooh, like somebody asked, is he single? <laughs> my friend, uh, wow. he is not. He's married <laughs> to a beautiful lady who's amazing. Uh, but anyways. So, these are the questions that uh, I feel, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I think they're relevant to, I feel like, what a lot of people probably feel. Uh, number one, basic tools to get started and prepare. And um, it's like a double question. And good resources where people can kind of learn more about it. So, like, if someone's like, like, like I was telling you earlier, it's like, I was kind of like, oh, maybe I should learn how to do amp repair and just another revenue, you right. know, and then quickly realizing, yeah, I don't want to fucking die. Fuck this shit. <laughs> like, maybe I'll just stick to my shit. But I guess one of the big things is is like a, a really good multimeter. Okay. And learn how to use it. Okay. Because I had a multimeter and mm -hmm. I had a cheap one for mm -hmm. a while mm -hmm. and didn't know all the uses on it. Yeah. So I think anybody who wants to do anything mm -hmm. amp related mm -hmm. or guitar related. Yeah. 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 You know? I think you need to get a multimeter. This is a Fluke 117. Probably cost 200 bucks okay. to buy new. So uh -huh. not, not cheap. Yeah. I mean, I think when I bought it a few years ago, I was like, oh, that's kind of an investment. Mm -hmm. There are ones that are more expensive. Mm -hmm. There's ones that are less expensive. But probably most important, it's got um, resistance. It's got impedance. It's got continuity. Mm -hmm. You know, continuity, which is like, you know, just to see if like any line connects. Like, oh, is my ground work? Yeah. I can go from this point to the ground and the mm -hmm. chassis and make sure my grounds yeah, are good. It's always good. Yeah, you know, yeah. Continuity is mm -hmm. like, I use this, I pro honestly, I probably use continuity More on my meter, it. which is just a little speaker sort uh -huh. of thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Almost all the time mm -hmm. because it just tells me, is this connected? Is this connected? Mm -hmm. Is this ground? Is this ground? Is mm -hmm. this ground? Is this ground? Mm -hmm. Super simple, but mm -hmm. it lets me know in an instant. You know, if stuff is connected or grounded uh -huh. or whatever. Also, impedance checking, you know, you know the impedance of, of stuff or resistance of like a, a resistor of mm -hmm. any sort. Mm -hmm. Test it. It'll test diodes. Also, super important is it'll test um, capacitance. Some meters don't test capacitors. Mm. So being able to hook that thing up and test capacitance. Uh -huh. the switch here. Uh-huh. Um, Got another like yellow switch, which okay, changes cool. to the secondary uh -huh. dial. You can actually test, you know, if capacitors work. It's mm -hmm. not good for all capacitors. Mm -hmm. It's not good for um, electrolytics, mm -hmm. really. Um, there's a separate meter for that, mm -hmm. for electrolytics, and also testing them in circuit, ESR meter and stuff like that. That's different. But to honestly, like, mm -hmm. don't underestimate the power of a really good digital multimeter, like a Fluke. Flukes are okay, some of cool. the best. There's also old analog ones mm -hmm. like the Simpsons that are good mm -hmm. too. I learned on a Simpson. Dave made me. Mm -hmm. Dave Riddle was like, here, use this. You got to learn a, a Simpson analog uh -huh. meter. Uh -huh. We had the old Simpson 280 or whatever the hell it was. And you literally see the dial move. Uh -huh. Be like resistance. You'd have to set the range mm -hmm. like 1K to 10K, mm -hmm. 10K to 100K. Mm -hmm. Okay, this is what. 
and it would like ramp up and you'd see mm -hmm. it and you'd feel it move. Yeah. So even analog meters oh. can be good, but you should just know your meter. Know your meter, y'all. Know, know your meter. DMM, digital multimeter. Yes. Is All right, super there you helpful. go. Yeah. All right. First amp you heard that became your kind of like holy grail that you were like, holy fuck. Wow. I mean, there's definitely a few of them, but probably the, the really first one. The, like, do you were like the that very first good. one? I mean, the, probably the first one was like a, a line six spider three. <laughs> yeah, line six modeler. <laughs> Pro probably like a a tweed deluxe. Okay, tweed deluxe. I mean, all yeah, you know, dude, all the different I mean, tweed deluxe. There's multiple circuits uh -huh. that happen there. Five D three, five E three, all that. I mean, they're one of the greatest amps, but they had they had like fatal flaws. Mm -hmm. I don't know. If Fender, I. I, I I don't know. Fender just didn't know what they were doing. Uh -huh. They were experimenting so much mm -hmm. that they just, um, you know, like the volume knob on a on a Tweed Deluxe. Mm -hmm. Once you get past like two, Boom. it's like distortion, mm -hmm. and it's more distortion all the way up. Mm -hmm. You know, but it's mm -hmm. two six V sixes and two, you know, twelve AX sevens. On the schematic, it's a twelve AY seven in the first position. These amps are, you know, they're based somewhat on a five E three circuit. Mm -hmm. They're not like totally groundbreaking. Mm -hmm. I'm not reinventing the wheel, mm -hmm. but I've made a lot of changes from like a tweed style deluxe mm -hmm. style circuit that have taken it to a, you know, a much more usable, much more dependable level. Um, so the 5e3 was one. Probably the other amp that mm -hmm. really changed my life was the tweed baseman. The tweed baseman is probably one of the most landmark amps mm -hmm. of the entire history of rock and roll music. Because the tweed basement, you know, not the not the '40s ones. There was late uh -huh. '40s where it was 115. Uh -huh. Once they got into the '50s and they created the 410 basement, mm -hmm. that circuit um, had amazing clean tones, great clean tones, mm -hmm. and then it had phenomenal distortions. Mm -hmm. Once you turned it up, it was like it's insane. It was, yeah. it was it's the heart of rock and roll. Yeah, I mean, the distortion was like that distortion uh -huh. in like 1953, mm -hmm. 1955, 1959. Mm -hmm. It was amazing. They weren't made to mm -hmm. distort, you know, in the fifties and sixties, all they were trying to do was stamp out the distortion. Mm -hmm. You know, Fender called them student amps and Princeton's mm -hmm. and Harvard's and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. They, they, they were like, everyone was like, they're too distorted. Mm -hmm. People sold them in the sixties mm -hmm. and seventies. They, they gave them away. Mm -hmm. They didn't want tweed amps. Those tweed amps distorted. Mm -hmm. But now, 60 years later, the distortion is what we all want. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. Char the character. The saturation. Yeah. Just, the character yeah. of that distortion is what we all love. Mm -hmm. you know, even a champ amp. Mm -hmm. You know, Eric Clapton's famous for having two champs in the studio mm -hmm. recording Layla with it. And so many classic mm -hmm. tunes, cocaine and all that stuff. Just like two tweed amps, not turned up too mm -hmm. loud, but having that finger dynamic where you mm -hmm. distort them. And so, um, the the basement had amazing clean tones. Mm -hmm. You know, it was a bass amp, mm -hmm. supposed to be a bass mm -hmm. amp. Wouldn't really hold up for a bass. Yeah, yeah, but... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But when you turned them up, it was amazing. And then Jim Marshall over in, in the UK mm -hmm. heard some American bands mm -hmm. playing the basement, mm -hmm. and he heard these glorious distortions. Mm -hmm. He literally took that schematic. He took the basement schematic, mm -hmm. and he built his first Marshall amps, mm -hmm. and he enclosed the speaker cabinet. Mm -hmm. Powered it up, mm -hmm. 
and put four 12s in it. Mm -hmm. But the circuit, quite literally, you can look at the uh -huh. circuit, look at the schematic, yeah. and they're exactly the same. That's why. They're exactly that is insane. the same. God damn, dude. You know, it's like the circuit, it's got a presence. Mm -hmm. It's got, you know, it's got volume. Mm -hmm. It's got the presence. It's got treble and bass. Mm -hmm. And it's got four inputs. It's the same damn thing. That's insane. And he just made it louder. Yeah. And, you know, by the time Hendrix and The Who and, you know, uh -huh. Jimmy Page got hold uh -huh. of it, it was just like, it was loud enough to fill mm -hmm. a freaking stadium. Mm -hmm. Two or three of those. But wow. literally, Fender uh -huh. stumbled upon it. I mean, not stumbled, but... Did it, and then somebody utilized it they changed to it, their... They changed it, and they changed it, and they changed yeah. it, and they changed it, and they kept changing it. Through the 60s, blackface. Through the 70s, silverface. They just kept changing mm -hmm. it. And they kept stamping out the distortion. That was the that was their mission. Yeah. Was to stamp out yeah. the distortion. The, the venues were getting bigger. Mm -hmm. They needed more volume, uh -huh. less distortion. Uh -huh. So a lot of the reasons people don't like silverface stuff is because it distorts less. Yeah. And it's hard. Uh-huh. It's brighter. It's yeah, harder. yeah, yeah. Yeah, including me. Yeah, dude. I'm uh, which is funny, man. It's it's insane. It's crazy to hear all this stuff. Yeah. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> Now it makes sense. Yeah. Holy so shit. So that tweed man. basement and I and I had a I had a tweed basement until COVID and during COVID I had this weird epiphany where I was like I got all these great amps. I had a Blackface Deluxe, I had mm -hmm. a Deluxe Reverb, I had a Deluxe Non-Reverb, I had a Blackface um sorry, a, a tweed mm -hmm. basement and I was like I'm surrounded by amps. I build amps. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to make the best amps in the world. Why why do I have all of these vintage amps around me that I never mm -hmm. use anymore? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, granted, they're great amps. Yeah. They're milestones yeah. in the process. But I sold almost mm -hmm. all of it. I sold, you know, 80% mm -hmm. of my vintage collection I had mm -hmm. laying around. Mm -hmm. And I just felt like I don't need them anymore. Mm -hmm. And and it's interesting because I have what I call my mental tone Rolodex. Mm -hmm. So I have this Rolodex, mm -hmm. you know. Back in the days when mm -hmm. Rolodex existed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you'd dial up some Yeah, these kids are like, what the fuck is Rolodex? <laughs> <laughs> so Rolodex was like, you know, flash a physical like thing. Yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not that I ever used one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, you would dial it up and it would be like, okay, Luis, here's his phone number, here's his address, mm -hmm. here's his business. Mm -hmm. All the basic specs mm -hmm. were there for yeah. what you did. So for me, I feel like a mental tone Rolodex is like, I spent years buying and selling and playing and trying to understand all the classic mm -hmm. vintage amps and in doing that you know you know mm -hmm. if you've got like let's say you you know you own a classic mk2 mm -hmm. or jmp or mm -hmm. a plexi or mm -hmm. a tweed deluxe or yeah. whatever you know mm -hmm. you know if you've played it for a few years yeah it's like a it's like a pair of boots it's like a classic pair if yeah, you, yeah i wear these boots every day yeah yeah, yeah. As soon as you take those boots off and put on a pair of snakeskin boots, mm -hmm. they feel different, right? Mm -hmm. Snakeskin boots. <laughs> they feel different. Yeah. They fit your foot different. They step different. Mm -hmm. The sole's different. It's all different mm -hmm. once you get to know something. Mm -hmm. And that's what I spent years doing was like developing my mental tone Rolodex of buying those amps. And if I couldn't afford to buy them, mm -hmm. which in often cases I couldn't spend three or four or $5,000 on an amp, I would buy one and then resell it mm -hmm. or sell something else to buy that one. Mm -hmm spent years like buying and learning and understanding but knowing that clean plug a strat into a basement holy grail best clean tone ever or or a tweed deluxe mm -hmm. tweed high-powered tweed mm -hmm. twin sorry mm -hmm. tweed twin yeah 
tweed tin twin phenomenal. Mm -hmm. So with like Whitey over there, mm -hmm. like one of the things I'm trying to do with certain amps of mine is be able to get like that bite and that clean mm -hmm. and that glass mm -hmm. out of the amp. And then with Whitey, there's a gain knob. Mm -hmm. It just dials in Marshall. Mm -hmm. It's like, you want Fender? You got Fender. You got clean. You mm -hmm. got it. You got overdrives, mm -hmm. Fender overdrives. Mm -hmm. You got it. It's all tweed style. Mm -hmm. You want Marshall? Just dial that knob. Yeah. That's, yeah. a, that's a page out of Marshall. Yeah, right yeah. There. Uh -huh. First time you were shocked. Oh, God. I used to be fast and loose, man. Fast and loose. <laughs> I got shocked all the time. Did you? <laughs> when I would be testing an amp, and probably before I had these types of <laughs> yeah. tools, I would be in there working on I get shocked on filter caps. I get shocked. I, I would just, I oh. thought I was bulletproof. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wanted to be one with the amp. I think it was partially how I earned my earned my way into building an amp was absorbing the yeah. voltage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally. So I don't I don't I don't I don't endorse it. Yeah. I don't suggest it. Don't do it, kids. But because it can hurt you badly, but I have been shocked many times. I don't get shocked so much anymore. I'm I'm more careful. Feel that that bolt. <laughs> Feel the bolt. <laughs> amp mentor. Amp mentor. If you had to pick one. I guess, or probably, just mentor in general. I guess because everything my, you talk. My about. main mentor, he and I, and I talk about it a little mm -hmm. bit on my website. Uh -huh. I mentioned Dave Riddle. David Riddle, who's um, he's still alive. Mm -hmm. He's you know he he's he's not like eighty, but he's mm -hmm. he's up there. He's older, yeah. and yeah. he's really smart. Mm -hmm. He's 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 cut from a different cloth, mm -hmm. from a different era. Mm -hmm. If he ever watches this, mm -hmm. you know, Dave, you're amazing. <laughs> I met him. Amazing guy. Yeah, you did. He just, came here. Just like literally encyclopedia yeah it's like what do you want to learn yeah and he's an open book ba, 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 ba. he is you amazing know, you get him started on something and he will just teach you yeah. and tell you and mm -hmm. for most people it goes right over their head because mm -hmm. he's so advanced mm -hmm. me but <laughs> but he's he's that guy where if you want to dig in uh -huh. and learn from him you know he's going to teach you and i learned so much from dave and we still he still mm -hmm. comes to the shop mm -hmm. you know i'll like bring him down for an entire week mm -hmm. or something mm -hmm. And have him come help me mm -hmm. build jigs for stuff, mm -hmm. whatever. He's mm -hmm. he's you know he's great. The next question that I'm actually really interested in is your first build, your first amp that you were like, I think I did a thing. <laughs> or actually, even even better, because I feel like as a builder and as just like myself, like that you were comfortable enough to sell. Uh, to let go in you birthed it and it's like i'm selling it which yeah. means i'm i'm comfortable behind it go on baby wow get out wow get out and do your thing wow that's crazy um i never thought about that uh i built a couple that were really bad they were like <clears throat> humming and noisy because mm -hmm. the ground scheme was wrong mm -hmm. i learned a lot about grounding mm -hmm. over the following year or whatever mm -hmm. grounding is super important people don't even think about ground people think of, of grounding as like a black hole yeah. just ground it and i was reading stuff on the uh -huh. internet going star grounding is the thing and mm -hmm. everything goes to one ground mm -hmm. so there's yeah, no yeah. ground loops so yeah, yeah. it's like it's bullshit yeah. <laughs> you know and then i had like transformers in the wrong yeah. um orientation uh -huh. transformers matter because they have like a rf field mm -hmm. that throws a frequency out so I had I had built a couple that were like noisy and a big um, disappointment. Mm -hmm. 
you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and at that moment you feel like you've completely failed. Yeah. And it's like, God, I got it. I just spent like two weeks building this thing and I just have to start over. Mm-hmm. Kind of throw it in the scrap bin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there was, you know, there was a couple of those because I was trying to, I was trying to carve my own path out, mm-hmm. not just like, let me just buy a, buy a kit mm-hmm. and a chassis that's already mm-hmm. all made yeah. and drilled. Mm-hmm. I, dude, I literally, honestly, I mean, I seem insane, but dude, I literally went to like industrial metal supply up in the Valley from Burbank, bought some sheet metal, mm-hmm. went to a bending place down mm-hmm. the street on the same day, mm-hmm. had them bend the steel for me and they just bent like a U-shaped chassis. Mm-hmm. And we just like bent some basic chassis mm-hmm. and I like went home and started drilling them out and mm-hmm. cutting them out with grinders and yeah. stuff. I mean, I was just like, so I had such a fever mm-hmm. to build these amps and to start building in my own, mm-hmm. my own form factor. Yeah. I could fit into these old yeah. cabinets I was making yeah. that they were like, and I still have, I still have a couple of them mm-hmm. here at the shop. Um, some of the earlier serial numbers I've sold for, you know, like a lot of money, mm-hmm. surprisingly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, do you, you got some, like, you got some serious clients, man. Yeah. You know, I'm fortunate people care. Yeah, man. And show interest and, and enjoy the stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, um, some of those early serial numbers and some of my early amps, I have sold some of my, mm-hmm. I still have a couple of them. That one right there. That's whitey. Number one, that was the first whitey, you know, and that's been on a ton of big albums, uh-huh. huge albums, muse and, uh, the drive-in and biffy clyro and a lot of different stuff a dozen different albums that's been on okay all right that's that's the amp yeah and i had sold it Uh uh-huh and bought it back at some point (laughs) you're like no no i want it back i had to pay for it yeah yeah (laughs) but i bought it back um but so yeah so some of those early amps Mm -hmm. were um were kind of just crazy and i learned wow this stuff really matters Mm -hmm. and i learned the hard way Mm -hmm. you know but if i would have just bought a kit Mm-hmm. You, know, you see builders now mm-hmm. who build like amps that they buy a chromed out like tweed style yeah. deluxe chassis yeah. or whatever. It's like, that's cool, but it's nothing unique. Mm-hmm. Like, is anyone really going to care at the end of the day if you're mm-hmm. building a yeah. exact copy, close to a copy of something? Yeah. So, um, so some of the early ones were, um, they look like they were pulled out of a freaking barn and they were hand cut and gnarly, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> which is so cool. man. I mean, that did, Fucking adds to the story, you know. Yeah, I mean, I love that shit. I think I have one that's over there, literally at my shop right mm-hmm. now. It's a head. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a video of Ryan Richter, uh-huh. who's a great musician. He plays with a lot of bands and stuff, and he's he's a super cool guy. Mm-hmm. And he works um, with uh, Fretboard Journal, doing like he's um, one of their contributing writers. Yeah. And he did some stuff early on with me, which was cool. Mm-hmm. There's a video of him playing this head. It's a little like single power tube, single preamp tube, and it's a monster. Mm-hmm. But I literally took that metal and was mm-hmm. rusted out old steel, mm-hmm. like iron, mm-hmm. and I bent it over my bench uh-huh. in my yard. And it's just like a bent. It's almost rounded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? It's yeah. Like, it's just a rounded hand. Uh-huh. You can see that. You can see the hammer marks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's rusty, and it's like the chassis for the uh-huh. amp, and there's a little head for it mm-hmm. and stuff. So you know, dude, I have to see that. I've, it, I've never seen it. <laughs> it's sitting on the shelf. Yeah, it's over there, dude. But you know, it's just like that f- fever to uh-huh. fever to burn, man. Just like oh, I gotta do this. This is yeah. gonna be amazing. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to hear this thing. And yeah, hopefully it's good. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna pull an audible right now, and one of the questions that was a last minute question before we sat Uh-oh. down. 
So you haven't heard this one. How do you feel about profiling apps? Meaning like, you know, like an app can you copy essentially what it sounds like, you know, like this, this new age of app modeling and then right. things like that versus right. the actual thing. Because I feel like I've already known the answer, you know, like touring with, with bands and, and things like that. And it, it's cool. I, I understand the necessity behind it sometimes because if there's not a budget to travel because of freight or whatever, or because an artist is, is scared to travel with such an expensive amp. Right. And it's, it's like, it's just, fuck it. Who cares? Let's right. just, let's just take this amp or whatever versus, but you know, like in the sense of like people buying a profile amp and followed by, would you be against <laughs> having someone profile your amps and selling them? Maybe even you, you know? Right. Um, I've kind of, walk down that path before mm -hmm. i'm not opposed to doing the profiling uh -huh. of these amps uh -huh. um <clears throat> i think it'd be interesting uh -huh. to make it more accessible to more yeah. people uh-huh you know um but to answer the first question mm -hmm. i think that um you know a profiler and a modeling amp is mm -hmm. never really going to give you the same satisfaction that real output transformer mm -hmm. and real tubes are giving mm -hmm. you you know, moving that kind of air and, and having that mm -hmm. connection mm -hmm. with that tube amp and yeah. all of that technology mm -hmm. from, mm -hmm. you know, 1950. <laughs> if there is a golden nugget of advice that you wish that you could, that you knew when you were 18, 21, 25, like, what would it be? Mm. Does that make sense? Oh, man. I know, I know, <laughs> I know, I know. Golden nugget of advice. Um, it, it, whatever. It it could be I whatever. Guess disclaimer. Uh huh. I think when you're that age, when you're 18, mm -hmm. 20, mm -hmm. part of the beauty of being that age is mm -hmm. that you're just, you know, you're free swinging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You of course. You don't think about like you know every summer is like forever. You don't think about building something long-term usually yeah. but if i guess if i if i could have if i could uh -huh. and i would say wow you know i'm going to be building amps yeah and i'm going to really build this into a uh -huh. you know a something that's going to last mm -hmm. forever hopefully mm -hmm. a brand mm -hmm. and, a, yeah. and a product that will last for a hundred uh -huh. hundreds of uh -huh. years um you know maybe at that age focusing more on on one thing i guess mm -hmm. like but I, I don't know it's a tough one i know it is uh, I know it is because like, you know you you got to you got to have your experiences when mm -hmm, you're younger and mm -hmm. find out what inspires you and but just you, like what like for me for example is um it's it's a tough question and it, it's taken me forever it's just like but for me like I always tell people when like it's because it's it, it is a tough question and everyone's just like just fucking answer the question it's a tough question for me if there's anything I could teach like twenty five year old twenty one year old Luis is like Dude, just shut the fuck up and understand the importance of patience. Be patient. Things take a long time. That's Nobody it. at 18 or 20 years old wants to hear that. Exactly. But that's what I'm saying. It's like, what, what <laughs> would, I, I mean, it might be the same thing because it's like, but what would like 21-year-old Gio 
like what what would you teach 21 year old Jill? you know what i mean like like now because I know there's a, there's some 21-year-old Geo out there being like, what do I need to hear right now? Right. You know, like, what would it be? Anything, anything. Like, understand taxes to, you know, whatever it is. It's like. I don't know, man, because I feel like all those experiences uh, that we have mm -hmm. when we're young, they shape who we are as we grow up a little bit. Um, so, you know, you can't, you can't really try to, I know, I know. I mean, it's, it's, change, it's I change know, people's experience, I know, but, but again, I'll come back to what I said mm -hmm. earlier, which was, I feel like once I decided I'm going to dig into this and I'm going to continue to do this, um, and I show up every day mm -hmm. to do this, mm -hmm. I think it's the understanding that the the long term is part of the process mm -hmm. and accepting it, but staying in the moment saying, Hey, you know, we're overwhelmed. We have so much work and so many people that want our stuff, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. But being able to not, not feel overwhelmed in the moment. Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess one of the big things is stay in the moment, mm -hmm. appreciate what's going on. Because if I, if I look too far outside of what I'm doing mm -hmm. and I go, um, Oh my God, we've got, you know, 12 amps to finish mm -hmm. by the end of the year because of the, uh, mm -hmm. It's like, oh, fuck, and then I'm stressed out and everything kind of gets crazy. It's like I just have to try to stay in the moment, appreciate and be grateful and just do what we're doing. And if, you know, an amp takes me an extra couple of days or whatever mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. there's a problem or it just mm -hmm. takes me longer to get yeah. through it or whatever, it's like just stay in the moment, appreciate what you're doing and know that it's part of part of the collective good of what you're building for your life mm -hmm. and whatever that is, mm -hmm. whatever you're, whatever you're yeah. a fashion designer or an artist, uh -huh. or a guitar builder, mm -hmm. or an amp builder, or whatever. It's like if you really are inspired by that, mm -hmm. accept it and, and yeah. stick stick in there and build it long term, and, and you know it'll all make sense. That's a great answer. That's Thanks. a fucking <laughs> awesome answer. Actually, you don't hear that that really? often. Yeah, like the just live it's in tough. the moment, stay in the moment. Because it it's hard to understand if you're committing to something <laughs> long term. Especially when you're younger, you're like, mm -hmm. oh, my opportunity's open. I can get a job. I can work at so-and-so. I can mm -hmm. work for so-and-so. I can apprentice with such-and-such. Such. I'm I'm in a band. I'm mm -hmm. in five mm -hmm. bands. Mm -hmm. There's like so many things going on mm -hmm. when you're young. But if, you, if you're really inspired by something, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. try to try to commit to that. Like, I think a really, maybe really helpful idea would be like for both of us who mm -hmm. came here as like musicians, mm -hmm. there's so many musicians out there who are trying to be studio guys and mm -hmm. touring guys and get more gigs mm -hmm. you know and i did that mm -hmm. um i guess at some point i made an unconscious decision mm -hmm. to shift away from that mm -hmm. i look back and i say well I, you know if i would have just stuck with jack johnson yeah i mean the guy who played also played bass on everlast record uh -huh. night train merlot uh -huh. who's credit at credited uh -huh. as yeah. seems merlot yeah he still plays with jack uh-huh and Adam Topol, uh -huh. the drummer who we played uh -huh. together, yeah. he still plays with Jack Johnson. Uh -huh. They still play to 60,000, 100,000, yeah. yeah, yeah. you know, Kakuya Festival. And yeah. all these. They're still with uh -huh. him. You know, at that point, if I would have wanted to stick mm -hmm. in there, mm -hmm. it was really my choice. Yeah. I was so, you know, I was so hungry uh -huh. for, for doing so uh -huh. much that I was like, whatever, like there was stuff going on yeah. in politics yeah, and yeah. budgets and minivan tour <clears> of the coast. I uh -huh. was like, whatever, I'm working yeah. on this next album. Yeah. It's paying me twice as much as that. Yeah. I was just like, 
if I would have thought that, hey, I'm going to be a sideman for the rest of my life and this is what I want to do, I would have grabbed that opportunity and I would have stuck in there, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and I might have done that and mm -hmm. other stuff like yeah. it. It might have been my it might have been my main thing to this yeah. day, making whatever they make, yeah. they make good money, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. But I was still hungry to do something else. Yeah. So I was searching searching and searching but if you find something that really inspires you and you think you want to do that stick in there focus mm -hmm. on it go, go to extremes mm -hmm. you know i think what like what, what you did mm -hmm. you know what you did to get this space mm -hmm. and make that decision and move in and take four weeks off uh -huh. of your work <clears throat> and design the space and that was a really big decision uh -huh. but you you know you mm -hmm. thought hey this is something i really need to do and want to do yeah. and it's turned into like a whole business for mm -hmm. you and like a livelihood mm -hmm. So I think sometimes if you really feel like you are inspired by something and you want to do something, you sometimes have to kind of get extreme mm -hmm. at the time. It mm -hmm. seems extreme to mm -hmm. do like when I got this space and built that wood yeah. shop, I was like, I told the landlord, I want to build a wood shop. Mm -hmm. He's like, all right, pay a little extra. You can build a wood shop. Yeah. I built an entire structure out there. Yeah. yeah. Out of, you know, old, <laughs> you know, reclaimed materials. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's now my wood shop. Yeah. So sometimes, you know, things seem crazy mm -hmm. or Pulling that trailer into Tularosa, into the Silver Lake shop, it was like that was insane. Nobody would do that. Mm -hmm. You're right. <laughs> but it's like if you have a necessity and you have an inspiration. So I, I think to Make answer that question, what could I tell younger people who want to do something? Mm -hmm. Sometimes you think what you want to do seems crazy, mm -hmm. but you know what? If you really want to do it and you really are inspired by it, and it makes you happy. Mm -hmm. Then don't waste your time on other other things. Mm -hmm. Do what you need to do to do that thing. <laughs> amazing oh dude amazing dude awesome man thanks for having me. love you buddy man yeah, you best. are fucking awesome dude and, <laughs> and you do amazing work dude thank I didn't you say that <laughs> thank you man you, but, set yeah. up, you set up one of my guitars yesterday i took it home last night and it was perfect so. dude awesome dude <laughs> awesome i mean dude it, it's just cool man it's like you know i it's insane that we're neighbors and it's awesome love, love the neighborhood i'm so blessed to be here and it's cool, man. It's, you know, like, again, you know, to look forward to see what the future brings. Yeah, it's man. It's good. like, you know, like I'm I'm doing my thing and I feel like I'm so like in the, as you know, like that, do I want to tour? But then I got a really cool shop at home and, you know, this idea is like, I'm figuring it out, yeah, you know, but it, yeah. it's really comforting to, to know that, like I said, dude, like, it's nice to be able to look at my neighbor and be like, He's been doing it for much longer and and he's figured out a lot of these steps that I'm struggling with and I'm I'm figuring out. And it's nice to just have that mentorship of like, hey, what do you think? You know, and it's like it's it's nice. It's it's really nice. So with that, I'm awesome. I'm very blessed and very fortunate to awesome. have you as a neighbor, man. And awesome. I and and dude, I, you know that I love your stuff and Thanks, man. I love everything that you're doing, and, and it's inspiring. Like awesome. I said, dude, sometimes I'm like, ugh, I'm tired, and I'll sit on my couch out there, and I'm like, I just need like 10 minutes, and then I hear, <laughs> and I'm like, get up. <laughs> Get the fuck up, man. That dude's fucking making noise. You better be making some fucking noise too. You know what I mean? And it's cool, man. It 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 really it. does help, it. man. And it. it's like it's going to the like it's going to the gym and seeing like I people like other people like, right. yo, that dude's working. She's working. What's your excuse? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Get in Let's there go. and do your fucking thing. That's awesome. it. 
Awesome. Get it done, man. Awesome. It's, that's it. You know, and it's been fucking rad and Hallelujah. Hell of fucking Luya, baby. <laughs> and dude, you know, we're we're y'all don't know it. We're literally gonna make a fucking thing here, man. And in like five <laughs> years, dude, it's we're like it's it. gonna be like Oh yeah. The whole block will be like builders. Dude, that's it, man. We're kicking everybody and... out, dude. I don't give a fuck. Like we're doing it, man. We're gonna do it and it's fucking rad, man. And well, I feel like now is kind of like this golden age of gear. It's like this resurgence of great builders and people doing unique stuff and people bringing it in house. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it's, it's awesome because people are able to support themselves doing really cool, unique mm -hmm. things in the gear world. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a few years ago, it wasn't really like that. And I think social media has helped bring everybody onto yeah. this platform where it's like, wow, we can share mm -hmm. something and have it shared with mm -hmm. our whole community mm -hmm. in a matter of seconds, mm -hmm. really. <laughs> yeah, literally, man. So Kinda it's crazy. like, it's it's cool, it's man. Like, what do I want to share? That's another thing to think about. It's like, what what am I doing? What am I sharing? What am mm -hmm. I what am I offering to this community? Am I offering something unique? You know, and, and you know, and I and I, was, I feel <clears> like there's a there's a, a fair amount of people who there's resistance from mm -hmm. like people who see you know certain things that are totally different mm -hmm. it's like it takes it takes time mm -hmm. we keep talking about time mm -hmm. but it takes time for people to absorb certain mm -hmm. things but you know there's a platform for us mm -hmm. now to to share things mm -hmm. and um share what we do whatever I that agree. is i agree and i hope if anything it inspires you to just understand like i i feel like the importance of just getting over failure i feel like embrace it embrace it man it's it's it's, it's part of the formula you right. know it's the siamese when you embrace, to, when you yeah, embrace it and realize that that's gonna be part of your trajectory mm -hmm. then it's like it's kind of it frees you mm -hmm. it frees you up mm -hmm. you know what mm -hmm. i mean yes because when you think oh you're gonna do this and it's gonna be right it's gonna be perfect whatever you're doing mm -hmm. it's not you know you're gonna you're not gonna get the gigs you're gonna try out for gigs and you're not gonna get them and someone else better than you's gonna get them. yeah you're gonna try to build something and yeah. it's gonna not work or whatever mm -hmm. and but if you embrace that, then it, it, it empowers you to like mm -hmm. say, okay, I've learned a lot. Mm -hmm. If you can learn from that failure, you take it to the next level. <clears throat> I'm going to give you one quick example. Yes. From talking about Instagram and the social media mm -hmm. thing. Chris Vincent, who's a good friend of ours, mm -hmm. um, DJ Lava Lamp. You know, he's awesome. Mm -hmm. And he's been a friend of mine for many years since mm -hmm. I was at Silver Lake. And we built things together, built amps for him, mm -hmm. repaired stuff, restored stuff. And we were always trying to figure out what we were going to do together because mm -hmm. he was always mm -hmm. like doing buying yeah, yeah. gear and uh -huh. tearing it apart and all these great components and i would buy tubes from him and stuff and and actually gave him one of these boxes and mm -hmm. he utilized it mm -hmm. and he he finally found his voice mm -hmm. he found his voice mm -hmm. and he started making trouble boosters and now he's making waz and mm -hmm. buzzes and all that stuff mm -hmm. and and he's gone from being like i'm trying to figure it out to, to like He's like one of the key yeah. players in the like pedal game mm -hmm. at this point, mm -hmm. you know, so cheers to you, Chris. And, um, you know, and just a few years ago, he was like just finding his mm -hmm. voice. And so that's, you know, that's a success mm -hmm. story, man. And he's, Dude, he's doing well and, and I'm proud of him. And, you know, I feel like if I could have been a little, a little piece of inspiration mm -hmm. for him on his process, that's awesome. And he's, you know. Dude, shout out to Chris. who yeah. He was here with um, Gooch. Josh Coach and uh, you know, like check uh I met that's the first time I met him, like in person and 
but it's cool yeah it's like it's cool to see him like do these drops and it's like sold out and it's like yeah ah damn amazing dude. amazing good for and you he, and man he all these old components uh-huh. and you know and managed to mm-hmm. recreate certain yeah. types of circuits that yeah really worked and there was something magical mm-hmm. with all of the old components mm-hmm. you know it's like i love old components yeah, and yeah. i go through my ins and outs uh-huh. with them but he found a voice mm-hmm. in that you know so man. you know but uh dude you're you're doing a thing man guitars amps and god knows what the future holds for you man so i know you're doing pedals too we didn't even touch on that yeah but I'm gonna tag all Black Bolt stuff, but dude, where if somebody's interested in uh, repair or getting a custom guitar or or amp, like how 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 should they go about it? Just go to the website, you know, Black Bolt Amplification dot com. You can always reach out, send us an email, or you know, Instagram phone numbers there. Mm-hmm. You can Instagram D- DM us. You know, mm-hmm. we're we're around. I mean, mm-hmm. we're we're here for you. Yeah. We're here for people to just, you know, a lot of people want custom stuff. Yeah. We do custom stuff. Yeah. We do our stock stuff. Uh-huh. You know? Um, just doing it. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> These motherfuckers are doing it. I'm telling you. I hear them every fucking day. <laughs> it's like, yeah, they're doing it. <laughs> and, and our team is really only like three people. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So for the most part, there's there's me and two mm-hmm. other guys that are mm-hmm. steady. Mm-hmm. Some of them have other help that comes mm-hmm. and goes, which is great mm-hmm. to have some help in the wood shop or whatever. But you know, it's not like some huge big operation. It's not a big. Company. You're getting there, man. It's not You're a getting big there. You know, I but, see I see other companies uh-huh. that have five, ten, fifteen mm-hmm. employees. I mean, they're they have this presence. Mm-hmm. It's like we're not that. You know, do uh, not for yet, better man. Or for worse, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. But but I also hear I mean like Benson amps mm-hmm. I love Chris Benson, mm-hmm. hey Chris shout out mm-hmm. these guys are awesome. But I have a client who called me the other day, who's getting one of my amps and he said I waited thirteen months mm-hmm. for a Benson amp. Mm-hmm. Wow, mm-hmm. that's a long mm-hmm. time. You know, Mule Resonator guitars, mm-hmm. Matt Ike, love love you brother. Mm-hmm. Um, we shared booths right mm-hmm. next to each other at the last mm-hmm. amp show right before the world mm-hmm. shut down. Um, you know, I mean, I think though you guys are out 12 to 16 mm-hmm. months to get a guitar. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's amazing. Like, mm-hmm. wow. Yeah. 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 <laughs> to wait a year yeah. for a piece yeah. of gear. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a, I, I'm, it's I'm, a long time, yeah. but yeah. I mean, we try to, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. There's, mm-hmm. there's no, there's no, mm-hmm. there's no recipe book. For yeah. It. There's no right. There's no wrong. Uh-huh. It's just like, Wow. Mm-hmm. It's wild that um, in this mm-hmm. in this golden age uh-huh. of gear, people are waiting a, a year to two yeah. years for a, mm-hmm. a piece of gear. <laughs> it's wild. It is wild, man. You know? It is wild, and you know, I mean, good for them. It's just it's the figuring out the logistics behind it. It's just like it's a long time, man. Yeah, it's a long fucking time. I mean, do man. they have hundreds of people on their wait list? Oh, man, I know. <laughs> I mean, it's like it's wild, man. But it is, and, dude, they, and they both make amazing stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, another one, wide, wide skies, wide sky guitars. Yeah. Um, Patch Rubin. Yeah. In New Mexico. New Mexico. Yeah. Who I think he he's moving to Hawaii, right? Yeah, did he announce it? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're we're in touch, and we stay uh-huh. in touch, and he's great. And uh-huh. he told me a little while ago he was moving to Hawaii, mm-hmm. building his dream mm-hmm. shop. But um, yeah, I mean, I think mm-hmm. people wait. 
close to a year to get a guitar. It's, it's amazing. I think he works alone, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, which, I think he does alone. That's, um, that's hats off to you, brother. Yeah, if you're the dude. only one making those guitars, man, yeah. that's, whew, that's a lot of responsibility to do everything on your yeah. own. Bless your fucking heart. And you know that I'm such a supporter and I'm, I, I believe in everything that you're doing. I'm so excited to where this, everything, the mm -hmm. Black Bolt company is going and, you know, it's, it's fucking awesome, man. And at some point I know that we're going to probably work more together and I'm excited for that. Yeah. And, and life is amazing, dude. Right. Awesome. You know, Love but it. any, any last words, anything where people, where, where can people find you? What's the best way to get a hold of you? Oh my, you know, I'm, I'm out there. Uh -huh. Website, uh, Instagram, mm -hmm. phone. So all, send all the up good a smoke shit. signal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, look, I'm available. Yeah, okay, you know, cool. I'm, I'm definitely one of these people who's here pretty much every day doing it. And if people need me or want mm -hmm. me, it's like. And you do amp repair? Amp repair. We have a full on amp repair mm -hmm. business that runs yeah. alongside uh -huh. of all yeah. our buildings. Yeah, yeah. Georgie's amazing. Yeah, uh, George, Olivier. Olivier. Yep. Mike, Mike August too. now. Mike, dude, Mike. Mike. I know I always forget about Mike because I don't really see him. It's like Mike. Um, but also, you do some pedal stuff, too. Oh, yeah. We repair pedals. I think we're one of the only people left in town. Yeah, you are. Pedals, tape machines. Mm -hmm. We do echoplexes and, you know, Rollins. Mm -hmm. I used to do more Bensons, the mm -hmm. Benson Echo Rex. Mm -hmm. But they're super tricky, <clears throat> and they had a terrible problem with their shielded cable. Once the shielded uh -huh. cable starts to uh -huh. disintegrate, mm -hmm. all the signal gets grounded to the shield and you have to replace all of it. Mm -hmm. And it's a massive job. Yeah. So, so if anything pedal wise, amps just hit you up. You're like, yeah. hey, you do this. If not, you know, yeah. for sure you can yeah. point them in the right and direction. We don't even, honestly, we don't even like promote a lot of the repair, <laughs> like the amp repair stuff we do. Yeah. But there's some amp repair folks in town who are always like promoting uh -huh. amp repair, yeah. amp repair. And it's like, we do it, you know, almost every day. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, mm -hmm. if I'm not doing it, I have one of my guys, usually uh -huh. Mike, yeah. who's there, who's doing amp repair, mm -hmm. which means he's this far away from me. Mm -hmm. So if he says, hey, listen, mm -hmm. you, you need to listen to this and see uh -huh. if it meets your mm -hmm. standard mm -hmm. or, mm -hmm. hey, these filter caps are testing mm -hmm. at certain level. Do you want to replace them? Yeah. Do you want to contact the yeah. client because of this? Yeah. So even though if I don't always have my hands on the amp. You're there though. I'm always. And like, he is. Yeah helicoptering yeah. I, see, I see it it's cool it's red yeah so it's um, like he does his thing and uh -huh. i'm not like breathing down his neck yeah but it's always got to meet yeah and he's red he's so red they are all red like it yeah. just again just like and they all know their stuff i mean mike mike's been doing it probably 20 years longer than yeah. i have yeah. <laughs> yeah and george you know george worked at Roland yeah. for 20 years yeah. and disney yeah. for 20 years yeah. it's like 15 years oh they're so sweet and they're they're so sweet they're yeah. awesome <laughs> they're so awesome they gave me pizza yesterday <laughs> Oh, amazing. <laughs> Anyways, and then uh, obviously the custom amps, custom guitars, you know? Yeah, so. guitars is a whole other frontier to be determined. Mm -hmm. And then you were telling me that you're, you're going to be at NAMM, right? I Chances think so. Are, They've moved summer. to 2022 NAMM, the winter NAMM. Mm -hmm. It would have been mm -hmm. January, because mm -hmm. it's been every year since like mm -hmm. 1970. They're moving it to summer, I mm -hmm. think, this year. So we're probably going to do it. I spent the last three years um, sharing a booth with James Trussard, mm -hmm. guitar mm -hmm. maker. But I don't think we're going to be sharing a booth considering that I'm making guitars. Yeah, yeah, you got a lot guitars, of cool so stuff coming. It could probably be a little bit of a weird conflict. For sure. No, no, no. I but mean, I'm dude, grateful to James. Mm -hmm. James is James is one of the 
legends in this mm-hmm. business. Um, you know, and he's taught me a lot, you know, mm-hmm. even in his kind of weird hands-off way, mm-hmm. just being that close to James mm-hmm. for a few years. Yeah. Um, James makes some beautiful guitars and has carved out his own unique voice. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Not to mention all the biggest celebrities mm-hmm. on the planet play James Trussart, <laughs> or at least yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't play it. Um, from Dylan to uh-huh. the Stones to Charlie Sexton and on and on and on. Mm-hmm. So yeah, to be able to be that close to James and be able to hang out mm-hmm. with him and be around him and mm-hmm. all that. I think he's, he's been a mentor mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. You know, speaking of mentors mm-hmm. I mentioned him, but James is amazing. Um, so anyway, yeah, Nam mm-hmm. probably, probably have my own booth mm-hmm. Nam, um, this, this summer. Dude. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. That's rad. Yeah. That's fucking rad. I think it would be kind of a whole nother level to have the guitars and the amps all in the mm-hmm. same place to be able to like share with the mm-hmm. public. I'm kind of, kind of think that would be inspiring. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. Well, there you go. Make it out to Nam, and uh, you'll be able to try his amps and guitars and talk to the fucking living legend himself. <laughs> Geo, man. Dude, seriously, man. Yeah, I know man. we're neighbors, and we talk every every day that we're here, but awesome. it's fucking cool to awesome, dude. get it fucking recorded. You, I love man. you, buddy. You know Me that, too. man. And um, thanks for having me, dude. Of course, man. It's like I owe so much to you, but that's it, y'all. That's um, any last words? Thanks for hanging with us. Thanks for sharing in the journey. That's it. All right, y'all. We love you. Peace out, motherfuckers. Peace out. I love y'all. <laughs>